Welcome to Soul Stirrings, a podcast where all things regarding faith, communication, and culture are considered. I'm your host, Paul Patton, and here's hoping for at least a couple of grins and maybe one strange amen. Thanks for joining me in the Fruit of the Spirit series. If you missed the podcast on the first four fruits, please take time to give them a listen. I'd certainly enjoy hearing your feedback. Now on to kindness, the fifth fruit of the Spirit that we are invited to cultivate in the garden called our life. Like all of the nine fruit listed by the Apostle Paul in his letter to the Galatians, chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, kindness is a central character trait with eternal significance. Like the other fruits of the Spirit, in the words of philosopher Eric Hoffer, we are made kind by being kind. In this podcast, I want to emphasize the centrality of the virtue of kindness as a major responsibility in the development of our life's garden and suggest that every unkind act or unkind word is a momentary forgetting of the kindness of God. The Greek word translated kindness as one of the fruit of the Spirit is kreistotes, kindness, from a biblical perspective, is not just about displaying a nice disposition, certainly more than just a smile or a good mood. The scripture is talking about acting for the good of another person. Christotes is a selfless act looking for nothing in return. And of course, it's about serving where there's a need. In the Jewish tradition, acts and words of kindness are offerings that help to repair the wounds in the earth. The Apostle Paul wrote a letter to the Roman Christians in approximately 57 AD, a little more than a quarter century after Jesus Christ's death, resurrection, and ascension, telling them, as mentioned earlier, that any act or word of unkindness is essentially a momentary forgetting of the kindness of God. You can find this in Romans chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. After pressing the church about the hypocrisy inherent in being seized by a judgmental spirit, condemning in others the very things they do themselves. Paul argues that such hypocrisy demonstrates contempt or what we might call dismissive disregard for God's kindness, tolerance, and patience. Again, it seems unkindness in any form reveals a convenient forgetting of the fact that it was God's kindness that led every believer, every believer to repentance and any subsequent wisdom. From the Apostle's perspective, our being recipients of God's kindness should be a central, overarching remembrance that contextualizes, informs, and inspires all our responsibilities in human interaction, and a truth that helps us understand the absurdity of any meanness of spirit in word and deed. Essentially, judgmentalness and meanness of spirit is a putrid disregard for the graces and kindnesses that make life possible. Put another way, along with the other fruits of the spirit, kindness is designed to be a dominant characteristic of all servants of God. As American author Henry James observed, (laughs) emphasizing the importance of kindness in daily interaction and dominating our life, James said, three things in human life are important. The first is to be kind. The second is 
to be kind. And the third is to be kind. And Abraham Joshua Heschel quipped as he was getting on in years, when I was a young man, I admired clever people. Now that I'm an old man, I admire kind people. <laughs> the reality is that acts and words of kindness won't get viral numbers on social media like sustained cleverness. However, it's probably easier to find a clever fool than a kind one. Again, as we embark on our exploration of kindness in the next few podcasts, it is helpful to remember that every act of unkindness is a momentary forgetting of the kindness of God. In my next podcast, I'll spend more time exploring how, to fru how the fruit of the Spirit called kindness is a relational necessity rooted in the character of God and carried out in Christ. Mm -hmm.